How does the current economic climate impact your financial decisions on today's podcast? We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling your finances. Mo Param knows it needs to be done. You've got to have some structure in your financial plan in your life. Now, Mo does that for his clients, as does the entire team at CloudVestors, and he offers great information on this podcast every week. It is Your Finances Untangled. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here with Mo Param. Mo, we've been, as you know, doing this podcast for over two years. Wow, the changes that we have been through and now that we're seeing on the economic front uh, big changes yeah you know when we, when we first started the podcast we were you know right in the big kind of like right in the middle of covid yeah 2020 yeah 2020 so you know we well, actually the beginning of covid if you think about it kind of still so in the beginning saw, stages yeah yeah so we saw you know very low interest rates we saw the the mortgage rates you know down to historic lows and fast forward two years, we're we're seeing inflation at over nine percent, thirty-year mortgage at close to six. You know, so a lot has changed over the last two years. It really has, and we have seen uh, two quarters of negative, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, which has the really been the standard definition of a recession. Not everyone's calling it a recession. It, you know, <laughs> they were so quick. I, I can't help but just go back to this. I remember speaking of early 2020, March or April, everyone was saying we're in a recession, and I was saying, well, wait a minute, we haven't had time to even know if we have we, the two quarters of negative GDP growth. But this time, it's like when even when we knew we had it, nobody was blowing the horn saying recession is here. Hear ye, yeah, hear no. ye, <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. We weren't getting that and there's still a bit of reluctance but i tell you what we've got some people who are going to weigh in on it steve forbes has no qualms with speaking about the true measure for determining whether a recession is upon us well beauty may be in the eye of a beholder but a recession is a recession Mm. there's no getting around it two quarters straight and uh, they may try to pretty it up but the fact of the matter is, people feel incomes are not going up as fast as prices. Uh, the economy, they don't feel, is going the way it should. There are many of them are dipping into savings. Mm-hmm. They're seeing interest rates go up, which means if they're using credit card debt, they know where that, what direction right. that's going into. If you look at housing sales, you look at some of the other economic reports, things are not very rosy right now. It's almost like unless we change the, def- the standard definition, it, then we're just playing a game with words here on what we're in. It goes back to the old history lesson of we called it a depression because it sounded better than a panic. And then we stopped using depression because depression was so bad and we went to recession. And so isn't it all just what are we in, Mo? It feels like a recession. What, what is your opinion? What are, are we in a recession? It's it's it's, uh, it's a great question, by the way. You know, every every, every you know, economic book that I read growing uh, growing up in, in college defined a recession by two negative GDP quarters, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's, that was the true definition in my, in my mind from everything that I've read, uh, everything that I studied, that was technically a recession. Now it seems like the definition, the goalpost is being moved. And I've, now, there's, now they're saying that, you know, you have to look at more of like a holistic point of view. You know, you have to look at the labor market, consumer and business spending. You have to look at income, uh, the industrial production. And if those aren't going down, 
then essentially we're not if there's no decline in there as a whole then we're not then we're not technically in a recession see that's funny to me too because what i i hear is that we don't look at it holistically as far as measuring inflation that not everything's factoring in so isn't that a what's good for the goose is good for the gander <laughs> Yeah, inflation is interesting too because you know the the nine the nine point one percent I believe that's the the new numbers that came out from uh, June to June of last yeah. year. Um, it, you know everything hasn't gone up nine percent, right? If you look at the cost of you know laptops or flat screen TVs, you know they're not going up; they're probably even going down. But gas but has gone the, up forty percent. Gas know, has so. gone up. Uh, yeah. If you look at rents, right? Rents have gone up double Golly, digits. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's. Going back to the going back to the recession, I, all the different variables, you know, it, it, to me, I see a, I see a decline in economic activity, right? I mean, that's that's I see a decline in, in economic activity. So for me, I look at it as we are in a recession. Okay. Now, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean to be. I don't think it's it's, it's doom and gloom, right? I don't think we need to be. Um, we need to, the sky isn't falling, right? But it just means that tip, tip, that theoretically we're in a recession. And there's, there's certain things that you need to be aware of if we are in a recession. Now, the, every recession isn't the same, right? If this recession isn't being caused by a lack of, un, of unemployment. It's being caused by certain, multiple factors. So not to be scared, but you just need to to... To, and I think people are adjusting to it or realizing that they need to adjust to the rising prices they're seeing at the, they, you mentioned the gas station, rising prices they're seeing at the grocery stores. Um, you know, just the way, just the cost of living has gone up. And so with that being said, you you have to adjust your personal finances accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I'm thinking, because this podcast is always split in into two segments with a very short 30 second break here. And if we lay out the scenario, see if you're OK with this, Mo, for format sure. wise, lay out the scenario in this first segment. And then I want to tap your brain on how people, wherever they are in their fin financial lives, should what temporary measures they could put in place. They don't have to be permanent because, you know, your plans are living and breathing. But we'll take sure. a look at that in, in the second segment. Uh, Larry Kudlow weighs in. Now, Larry Kudlow of uh, Fox Business weighing in on recession and our c economic climate overall. The faster the Fed operates, the sooner we can get out of this. But it's going to be a painful 12 to 15 months. The economic slump in the first half of the year is a function of skyrocketing inflation. Real wages falling, real retail sales falling, manufacturing falling, consumer confidence crashed again. It's down about 30% from a year ago with an inflation forecast of 7.6% for the uh, next 12 months. I happen to agree with that very much. Look, the first quarter was down 1.6%. Today's is down 1.2%. But I don't care. It could be plus one or minus one. We are in a recession. And every economist knows that. And it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's going to get worse, he says there at the close of that. And then he also predicted 12 to 15 months. Do you agree with that? Uh, that, uh, that I'm not sure, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, they're very, they're more smarter men than men and women than me that, you know, that are crunching the numbers, crunching the data, that have more of uh, their fingers to the pulse of where they see, um, you know, a lot of these factors going. And I mean, who knows how long, this war in Ukraine is going is going to happen. Yeah. Right? That's taking a big impact on on gas and uh, natural natural gas, energy, 
oil, you know, that's playing a big impact on on the recession. So who knows, right? We're, we're still starting to see, we're still seeing companies uh, either hire or either freezing their hiring or laying off. You know, how, what, what's the impact that's going to do to the, to the workforce? Uh, and if the supply chain issue does, and the supply chain issue doesn't get, doesn't get fixed, then we're going to start see, we'll continue to see retail. We'll still continue to see the prices continue to go up. So, you know, typically recessions are short lived though. You know, uh, you know, if you look at the recessions in the past, they have been pretty short lived, pretty short lived. So, um, 12 to 15 months. Does that sound about right historically? Yeah, that sounds about right, you know, as long uh, as kind of like maybe a safe prediction, maybe like a safe prediction. Yeah. But, you know, some some of the money managers that we work with, you know, they say they're saying um, that we won't see the full impact to the fall as for the fall of this year where we'll really start to see the, the, the impact of in, uh, of inflation, the impact of rising interest rates, we'll start, it'll all start to really take ahead in uh, the fall of this year. Mm, wow. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know if I told you this. I heard someone say this and I said, uh, I, I'm going to steal that one because I liked it. <laughs> it's like uh, someone, a matchmaker, you know, introduced 2008, to 1979 i think they'd make a good match because you know like you know we have in 79 80 81 we had high inflation and in 08 09 we had the recession um the great recession but we really didn't we didn't have that the kind of inflation we're feeling now it's almost like you got your peanut butter and my chocolate no, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. I mean, I guess, it, I mean, I just feel like this is something different. Yes, we have to look at past recessions and past eras of high inflation, but we also have to keep in mind in many ways it's apples and oranges because we've had a worldwide pandemic. We've got a war in Europe. We've got uh, all the supply chain issues, as you mentioned. And just it's like everything is mixed in this cake, all the ingredients. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why I, you know, I don't want to blame one one person, one event, um, uh, one policy to say that this is what exactly caused. You really can't. Where we are right now. You really yeah. can't. Right? Yeah. It's just a. It was. It was almost like a perfect storm to to get to where we are right now. Now, some say the feds have taken too to took too long to raise interest rates, um, and so that's what caused a lot of this inflation. Some say that the Fed should just back back away and just let the market take care of itself, right? Let the supply chain issue take care of itself. Let the spending continue to, as it is. And, you know, people, to, uh, it's a resilient economy. It's a resilient market. It's a resilient, um, we're, we, we are resilient people. So we'll, we'll figure it out, right? Um, don't need to, we don't need the Feds to get involved, right? So there's different points of view, different perspectives of either where we are or even how to combat um, where we are, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there is no one particular, uh, event or one particular policy or one particular person mm-hmm. that has caused where we are right now. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's a lot in there. I tell <laughs> you, we've, we've been through a lot we're still going through it. Let's get one more to weigh in, in this segment. Muhammad El Arian spoke on the overall economic stability of the U S as it stands, uh, right now. Here's what he said. This is an economy that's weakening 
at a much faster rate than most people expected. That's the bottom line. Whether we're in recession or not is not as interesting as the fact that we are weakening really fast. Yes, inflation is going to come down at a headline level, but it's not going to come down fast enough given how fast the economy is weakening. And that's going to put the Fed in the same dilemma it's been in for the last few months. Well, the Fed has been at a dilemma. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. But what do you think about his, his comment on the economy overall is weakening? Doesn't matter whether we're in a recession or not. Yeah, the it's it's whether you want to call it a recession or not, right? Yeah. Whether you want to use those terms or not, uh, we're we're seeing, you know, it just came out the other day um, that that credit card debt is starting to pile up again. Yes. Right. So people are starting to get into more debt. People are coming out now, of retirement. Also, people are coming out of retirement. This is this has been a very very challenging challenging year for either those that are re already retired and are and are uh, receiving income from some of their investments or those that are five within five years from retirement the reason why is because on take those that are retired already if you're retired well obviously you may don't say obviously because it could be different but if you look at social security um, your streams of income, you might have social security, maybe very few have a pension, um, but then the rest are taking distributions from their investment accounts. Mm -hmm. Well, if the investment accounts are down anywhere between 10 and 20%, depending on where you invest, depending on how you're invested, well, now you're taking assets, you're taking, you're selling these assets at a discount, right? At a depreciating value and, and trying to maintain, um, uh, your income needs, but also at the same time, your income needs are going up because the cost of living has gone up, but your investments are struggling. So we're, so we're, we're, we're selling at a, at a, at a lower point. We're selling at the lows. Your investments aren't keeping up with the cost of, with, with inflation. And then your income isn't keeping up with inflation. So it's been very challenging for those who are retired. Yeah. And on the investment side, it's, you know, uh, when you're, you know, in, your, in that retirement red zone, we tend to, you know, try to take risk off the table, be a little more, I don't want to use the word conservative, but, you know, be more risk adverse. Uh, typically, that would be, you know, maybe adding a little bit of bonds or some type of fixed instruments inside your portfolio to limit the volatility. Well, the bond market hasn't been doing well at, at all this year. So those who have been, you know, they're in the retirement red zone, most of them are seeing even the target date funds down double digits this mm. year. Where do we go? So if, <laughs> so if you, you know, if you, mm. if you take a 15% loss, 20% loss, two, three years away from retirement, that, that, that changes things, right? That changes whether you're going to retire at the, the date that you wanted to, that might change your investment strategy. You might have to dip your toe in the equity space just to make up the, the losses that you had. Well, coming so it's up, it's been very uh, challenging for 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 that for those groups. It's been challenging, really, for everybody. But yeah, definitely more for for that age. I mean, it's got to be such a scary time for someone who is near retirement right now or just retired. But uh, actually, in the second segment, we'll look at strategies you should look at, temporary, albeit, but strategies you should consider and suggestions from Mo on that from the. Well, from the 25-year-old up to the 65-year-old and plus more. Uh, we'll look at that in the second segment of the podcast and we'll lighten it up a little bit in there somewhere. 
It's not all gloom and doom here. It's your finances untangled. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Your finances untangled. We're back at it. Yeah, do check that website, cloudvestors.com. I didn't say it earlier, and I try to say it all the time, that CloudVestors was born out of the necessity to have uh, a maintained relationship with Mo and, and the team uh, for the clients that they, existing clients they had who would move. And so CloudVestors was born from that. Now it's growing and available for anyone, anyone listening to this podcast, if they need uh, financial professionals in their life, uh, they can have enjoy that human touch, but with uh, virtual planning, you know, meeting uh, from the comforts of your own home, if you would like. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Mo laid out where we are now in the current economic climate. We had a great discussion on that in the first segment. We're going to turn it to now what we should be considering uh, given the economic climate and the current situation. You know, I, one thing we always say, and you've always said, Mo, that these plans have certainly are not static. Uh, they're living and breathing. So we'll look at maybe some temporary measures that we can look at now to get us out of this till we start to see some, some more sunshine. What are some things? Let's start with the younger clients. Let's say a 35-year-old. Now, they've certainly got time on their side, but are you pulling them back a little bit now from the market? Yeah. You, you know, it. And not really, right? You definitely have time on your, on your, if you're 35 years old, Yeah. you have time on your hands. Uh, so in some aspects, this is a good opportunity for you. you. You've realized that there is volatile, there's, there is volatility in the market. There is, um, uh, you know, we've, we've been in such a bull market. You know, if you're 35 years old, you're, let's just say you started investing at 21. Right? Okay. You just got your right. first job, 21, 22. Mm -hmm. So you haven't seen anything like this. Right. True. You, you haven't seen anything like this. All you've seen is your, your accounts going up and up and up, maybe flat for a year. But but for the most part, it's 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 just continued to increase. It's got to be a shock so, to them. Yeah, it's a shock in the system. So, you know, you don't want to you don't want to stop investing. So you may do a couple of adjustments to your investment portfolio. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe throughout the season, throughout this year, maybe you've dialed down how much you could invest right okay. maybe you were saving maybe you were investing two grand a month and now you, you weren't sure of you know where the market was going um you know so maybe you dialed it down to 1500 a month right okay. I, I could totally understand that maybe to add a little more um cash on hand mm -hmm. so but you don't want to stop investing because this is where this is where uh, this is where fortunes can be made you know, you, you the old adage buy buy low, sell high. Well, this is this is it. This, this is, is it. When you 
this is the ideal time to buy when the market is down. You know, it's so it it's still volatile though. It's still up one day, down the next. Been a lot of ups though. Yeah. That's why dollar cost averaging is so huge, right? Uh -huh. So dollar cost averaging is you're not timing the market. You're you're just investing per periodically. So whether it's just like a 401k, right? You may be uh, putting in 6%, 10%, 15%, whatever the number is, every single pay period. So the 1st and the 15th, the 15th and the 30th, whenever you get paid, you're just buying it. And you're going to be buying on the lows. You're going to be buying on the highs. You're going to be buying somewhere in between. All right. But so it's like a locked strategy, really, it sounds like. Just a locked-in strategy. It's a locked-in strategy to keep you invested for you to not time the, the time to market. So sometimes yeah. when you buy it, it may be at the high. Sometimes you buy it, it may be low. Sometimes it may be in, in between. But at the end of the day, you're just going to keep buying. You're just going to be buying. So it's, it's just called dollar cost averaging because you're, you're averaging the cost of the okay. of investments to, from the price of the shares, you know, throughout the year. Um, so, so that's what, that's what that's, so that's one thing that you want to keep doing is even if you're not doing that in your 401k, but you're investing on your own, then, you know, maybe start doing that too. So instead of you trying to find, cause what, what happens, what I, what I see in, in the retail space is that, you know, the market is down, right? And the, and I'm not even talking about like where we are, you know, 20% down right now. I'm just talking about the normal S&P 500 maybe down 1% today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then, you know, the investor, the normal, the, the retail investor that I see says, oh, the market's down. I, I'm not sure if I want to invest today. Then they wait, then they wait two, three days to see if the market, if, if it's green. Mm -hmm. And then they say, okay, ooh, I feel better. Right, mm -hmm. Let me go ahead and invest. Mm -hmm. And then the next day it turns, it turns negative. Right, because so they were trying to time when's the best time to invest. It'll drive you crazy. You can't do that. It'll drive you crazy. It's not about you know timing the market. It's about how much time you have in the market. So if if you're not dollar cost averaging within your four hundred one k, do it. And if you if you're just investing on your own, then I would say do the same thing. You know, if you're gonna invest, maybe just do the first of the month. You're just gonna invest there, or you know, same thing. They have every other Tuesday or every other Friday, whatever number, whatever the date is, right? But you're just going to continuously invest uh, periodically, but consistently. Okay. Uh, so what I gather then for the 35-year-old, no major changes, some slight changes in your strategy going forward. On, on, the, on the investment strategy, but also you, you may want to, this may be for everyone too, but you also want to increase your savings. Uh, I think cash is a is a good thing for us right now to okay. have. So if you, uh, which is why again, if I go back to that the example before, maybe you were putting in two thousand a month, but now you're putting in fifteen hundred. You're still investing, but what you're doing with the other five is mm -hmm. maybe you're, excuse me, maybe you're just you're just saving it. Okay, okay, uh, not too much in there, but getting well, cash is king. But uh, cash. So I mean, you don't you're not getting the growth, but it is still king and. You need You're to make sure the, you've got that rec Mo recommended amount anyway in the savings, right? <laughs> yeah, you want to get the three to six months of your expenses now. But but now think about it, right? If your expenses have gone up from last year because of inflation, well, then you need to pony up your expenses. You need to build that savings up to keep up with your inflation. Yeah, uh, to keep up with the inflation. Good point. Yeah, um, and then you know if there is a recession, right? Um, a, a full blown recession, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there may be some layoffs, and you might look, you know, down the hall, and maybe, you know, a department of yours is being slashed, or a percentage of your workforce is being slashed, and you know, you may be the unfortunate one. 
and if and if your industry is doing it, then maybe sorry, if your company is doing it, then maybe your industry is doing it, and then maybe it may be tough for you to find a new job in your area that you're in in your right. area. So having more uh, savings is a good thing. Wow. You're not going to okay. get the growth like you mentioned. That Dave, makes sense. But yeah. if you think you if you think we're heading into that recession period, then you may want to just have a little more powder. I got, I, I, I definitely, it it makes sense. And certainly given where we are now, although it always makes sense, but Mm -hmm. maybe even a little more, as you said, because of inflation. Now let's say, let's try to get, um, in about five minutes, see if we can get two more to look at, let's say a 50 year old and maybe a 65 year old, uh, that 50 year old is not quite in that retirement financial, you know, that financial red zone. Mm -hmm. I mean, getting there. Getting closer. Getting there. Anything, how does the 50-year-old strategies differ from the 35-year-old strategies? Well, the 50-year-old I mean, is now where we are. Now, yeah. right? Um, hopefully, you're at the position where you've built that emergency fund, so we're not too concerned about that. Um, but you might have amassed uh, some debt, yeah. um, some more debt, right? You're 50 years old, maybe your youngest is entering college or exiting college. So now you, you finally have a little bit of a breather. Um, but life was pretty expensive at that point, right? So now you might have amassed some credit card debt. So this could be a really good time for us to 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 do our best to be aggressive and paying off our debt. Um, if you think the market is not doing that great, I can show you a guaranteed rate of return. What's that? Paying off interest rates, paying off your debt. Mm-hmm. So if you You're have right. a credit card That's of 20%, 20% interest, and you pay it off, you just got to guarantee 20% because you paid off the interest, you paid off the credit card. So um, paying off any debt that you have is a good, is the being as, being as aggressive to pay off debt. You know, now with the kids off payroll, maybe we're adding a little more to the mortgage to accelerate the payments, to pay it off a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's something you may want to do. Uh, you also may want to, you know, Add a little more to your investment accounts. And you can also do catch-up contributions at work now if you're 50. Exactly. Exactly. So now that the kids are out the house, a little bit, you, you feel a little, you know, a little bit of that breather. Maybe you don't have any debt, but now you have the ability, whether it's your 401k, 403b, you can add more dollars to it. That the, like you mentioned, Dave, the catch-up. And if you have an IRA, you can add another thousand to it. Whether it's an IRA or a Roth, you can add another thousand to it. So you can catch up and add a little more to your investment portfolio. Let me throw one other age in here. Let's say there's 60, 61, 62, not yet retired, but over 59 mm-hmm. and a half. What should they be doing with their 401k? I mean, still keep it active, but what can they do since they're 50, over 59 and a half? So at 59 and a half, I'd say about 90, 95% percent of companies allow you to do a in-service distribution. So mm-hmm. what that is, it allows you to take funds out of your 401k and put it into and roll it over into an IRA. So you like you mentioned, Dave, you're going to keep the 401k open and active because we still want you investing. Mm-hmm. We still want you getting a place to, to receive company matches. So it's not um, we're still going to keep saving. But now what but doing the in-service does is it allows you to invest in ways that um, that you're no longer limited to just the options in your 401k. So if you wanted to, if you said, you know what, I've been, you know, right now it's a, it's a perfect entry point for me to get into Amazon or Microsoft 
um, I want to buy. So I want to buy these individual stocks. Well, you can't buy them in in your four hundred one k most of the times. So here's an option for you to in, uh, open up an IRA and invest. How you so you can be a little more creative on how you invest. You can even be even more defensive, right? Because if you look at your four hundred one k, any type of defensive measures may be just like a guaranteed one percent fund, or you know bond markets. But I already told you earlier how the bond market's working this year. So maybe you wanted to add, you know, we call it smart safe, meaning that money that you know for a fact is guaranteed to not lose value. And we, we do some of that with um, certain instruments, but um, you know, some of them can be annuities, some of them can be different instruments, but it allows you to not lose any value in your portfolio. So you may want to shore up, you know, you're five years, six years away from retirement, You've built you know, half a million, $750,000 in your 401k. You may say to yourself, I want to make sure that half of this is can never lose value. And you can do that with the in-service distribution. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and close it out with getting you retired. You're retired and you say you just retired. And as we're covering all stages of financial life as they do at Cloudvestors. So you are really nervous and maybe maybe you don't have a good, solid enough retirement plan that you're almost letting emotion take over and thinking to yourself, do I need to go back to work? What should <laughs> yeah. you be looking at now? What should you be doing differently? You're already probably, if you're properly planned, safer, less risk mm -hmm. than earlier in your life. What should you be doing different now, given our climate? So you, what, you, what, you, what you could look at is... You know, some, excuse me, some people have built their retirement plan where they're going to de defer Social Security as long as they can, right? Maybe defer it to their full retirement age mm -hmm. or maybe even defer it to age 70 or somewhere in between. Well, if there's an income gap, meaning that you're so to be meaning that's your guaranteed income, right? Maybe you have a pension if you're fortunate enough to have a pension, uh, isn't enough to keep up with the cost of living. So you're taking assets, you're taking your, you're basically using your 401k or IRA to fill in that gap. Well, again, the market is down. You may want to consider taking your social security earlier. Okay. And yes, if you take it earlier, they, they're, they're not necessarily penalties, but you could lose value in it. You know, if you take it at 62, you can mm -hmm. lose somewhere about 25% of your benefit, 20% of your benefits versus leaving it to, to your full retirement age. But what you're doing is you're, you're trading off government income, right? Social security and using your assets to hedge it. Well, if your assets are going down, it may make sense for you to just let your assets recover. And turn on social gotcha. security. Okay. Okay. So that's a, I know there are some cases where it does make sense to claim early before full retirement age. So you just gave a good example of one. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, there's, you don't go into it blindly because there are some impacts. If you are, especially if you're married and if you're married and you're taking your social security uh, before your full retirement age, um, you know, you're leaving your spouse potentially with a lower social security benefit if you were to pass away. Right. So we don't go into it just blindly and saying, okay, the market's down, just go ahead and turn our social security. But it is something to really consider if you are dwindling your investments, even if you have a million bucks, right? If you have a million dollars starting January one, and now you're down to 20%, now you're down to 800,000 and you were taking distributions out, you know, let's say you're taking, 
four, five grand a month. Mm-hmm. We're, we're recording this in, in August. So, mm-hmm. you know, five grand, that's 40 grand he's taken out this year so far, right? 40, yeah, 40 grand. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your assets are down 20%. So your million could now be down to 700. Mm. That's a 30% drop. Yeah, it is. You know, so now you have to ask yourself, like you mentioned, you, you could be cons- quote unquote risk adverse and depending on how you're invested, how long is it going to take for you to, to, to make that 30, the, the, the 300 grand back longer than it took you to lose it longer than it took you to lose it. Right. So maybe instead, instead of taking the four grand from your 401k or your IRA or your investments, you turn on social and you know, if you're, if your social security benefit is three grand, well now you just alleviated three grand from your, from your assets. And you just use social security for it. Well, this is a taste of the strategies. And and really, it is just a taste. I mean, it's, I mean, we could be on here for hours talking about um, how complex they can get and uh, really digging into the details with their clients, no matter where they are in their financial life and no matter the time. Because there are different strategies for different times and different strategies for different times in your life also. That's what CloudVestors is all about. So CloudVestors.com, Mo and a great team working with you. Human Touch, the virtual with the human touch, CloudVestors.com. Mo, good information here. I know by next week we won't be able to say, well, we're back to a bull market and inflation's back down around 2%. And, but but we'll, we'll, we'll get through it together just like we did on this podcast with COVID. And we're, we're just we're going to get through it. And you're yeah, going to continue yeah. to provide good information. That's the thing, right? That you mentioned before, planning is living and breathing. So when new information comes in, you just keep your plan flexible and nimble enough to to uh, to pivot uh, when these things happen. And these things will happen. Right? Yeah. They will happen throughout your life. Uh, it's just the right responses. You don't want to panic. And that's the beauty of planning. You have a plan uh, and you and you are able to adjust your plan. That's it. That's it. Well, we learned, we learned from what we did in during these times because we'll see another recession. You know, we've, we've seen them. We'll see it again. We'll see situations like this took 40 years to get to this kind of inflation, but it, it kicked back in. Now I'm looking for, um, like, um, I'm trying to think what could come back now since in high inflation came back, uh, parachute pants, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they'll come back? Uh, I hope not. Me too. <laughs> I'm a little too old to rock those parachute pants. I think I did for like one minute in the 80s. <laughs> oh, man. And high top Reeboks. Okay. So, so the, now that I, I wouldn't mind coming back. Me neither. Reeboks. I mean, I, I, my, my go-to, uh, like if I was going out to the club in the 80s and all, I had some white jeans. And I wore those black high top Reeboks with them. I mean, I was feeling good. Looking pretty (laughs) good, too. Like Rick Flair says, you were styling and profiling. (laughs) I was. (laughs) (laughs) Then I go up to ask the girl to dance, and she'd look at me and go, no. (laughs) All right, Mo, we'll get back together next week. Uh, I'll see you next week, Dave. Okay, thanks a lot, and thank you for joining us on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. 
Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Piram and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.